or insert Rudy. Rudy. If we can just get you to say Rudy one time, and then I'll cut, I'll cut, I'll cut and paste it in every time. <laughs> so it sounds the exact same every no, time. Just yeah. Don't say my name. I could say Rudy. I could get it. Okay. I could, I could do it. Just say Rudy. Hey, back off, big man. I may work with the chicks, but not with me. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. What we've got here is failure to communicate she doesn't even go here some crazy someplace else we're all stocked up here okay here we go welcome back to another episode of loose concept the loosest conceptual movie podcast on the internet my name is elijah smith and joining me tonight from across the world wide web Ladies and gentlemen, the patriarch of personal finance, Sean Mackey Ooh. in the house. What's up, Sean? What's up, guys? <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be here. Welcome yep. back to the program. Um, you know, didn't know if I was going to get invited back, but I'm glad to <laughs> be a recurring guest. <laughs> always yeah, on always the edge. is here, except every, for one. Every so. week it's up in the air, you know, who anybody could be dropped at any time. We've got to keep each other yeah. on our toes, keep each other accountable here. I'm always like, is that going to be canceled or, oh, nope, okay, we're going. <laughs> we're just, we're like Arrested Development, you know, it's just a cult classic that's just always on the fringe of someone canceling it. Yeah. <laughs> so also good. joining us from across the internet, ladies and gentlemen, power suit, power tie, power steering, Ugh, Rudy, gross. Rudolph, <laughs> gross. in the house. Gross. In an Welcome automatic Rudy. transmission. That is the worst. That is the worst <laughs> intro ever. <laughs> yeah, but it's simultaneously great. Power steering, uh, power tie, <laughs> power steering. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. What's up? What's up, boys? <laughs> Just uh, what's up? Trying to recover. My next finally recovering from uh, the whiplash I incurred on our ski trip. Oh, when yeah. I- Wiped out hard. So if anybody's wondering, the reason there wasn't a podcast uh, last week is not because of the interns, but it was because we wanted to go skiing instead, and then we scheduled a, a ski trip alternatively. So I had to throw the, the interns under the bus on the social media. You know, everybody's got to take a fall for the, the, the mm-hmm. company every now and then, but uh, they were willing to do it. So it's just something you got to do in the name of professional Word. advancement, you know. <laughs> Also joining us, that's right, we've got a guest, another guest on the program, (laughs) surprisingly. For the first time in uh, in podcast history, we have a spouse of a of a co-host joining us. Shoot. We have with us tonight the wisest wife in Westchester, the Sultan of School Ooh. Psychology. Ooh. Her oh, last gosh. boyfriend yes. owns Sweden, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Ashley Rudolph is in the house. Ashley, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Now everybody can find me on the map too. Thank you <laughs> for that. <laughs> We're trying to maintain our anonymity. Should, it's a big county. <laughs> Should I bleep that out? No. <laughs> I was just just trying to come up with uh, some uh, some elaborative titles. Well, I love how you guys answered like you were twins at the same time. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's how marriage works, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. we are oh, one. Sync. We are one now. After twenty yeah. years or two years. <laughs> almost, almost three. You love to see it. You love to see it. 
So, Ashley, I'd like to start off by thanking you for uh, allowing us to have Rudy late into the night on uh, once a week to uh, discuss <laughs> movies loudly or softly in the other room. <laughs> yeah, de- depending on the week, depending on the comment that I make before he goes to record, I think that <laughs> if I make a comment, then he gets very uh, whispery on the podcast. Yeah, well, so I'll that's talk- my fault. If you've noticed that he's... <laughs> yeah. Sometimes whispering, it's probably because I made a comment before recording since we live in a one-bedroom apartment. I get the text. I get the text like, can you please, capital P, capital L, all caps, keep it down out there. So Every now and then, every every once in a while, we get an ASMR Rudy on an episode. <laughs> here's, what I, here's what I plan to do for my recast of Raw, That's a really creative one. But now... I'm say yes to this. But now, Ashley, you're part of the problem, so uh, you're you're really just enabling this this you know yes, this issue right. to continue. <laughs> well, before we get into our our feature film of the week, we like to we like to start out with a little segment. We we sort of dropped doing it when we had guests, but I think we I think we're in for an interesting one this week. Well, let's go do a little bit of a constructive criticism, Ashley. Oh gosh, as a spouse of, a spouse of the pod. <laughs> Of a pod, a member of the pod, the spouse of a member of the pod. <laughs> I don't know what what that would make you. We're ma- we're the spouse of the pod, Elijah. She's like the sister wife of the pod. Oh, okay, <laughs> I don't know. Wife. Strange. We don't live but in yeah, Nevada. Let's get into some. Yeah, let's get into some hairy, uh, hairy, hairy topics there. So we're gonna avoid that. But as someone who's who's been a listener of the pod from the jump, and one of the few people that listened to the 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 unreleased episodes when we were still trying to figure out the podcast. The lost tapes. What is, uh, what's some constructive cr- criticism you have for the boys on the pod? What could we do to make it better? That's a tough one. Because mm. it's so great. Because it is so great. <laughs> I'm going to... Mm, should I give away one of my... No, no, I'm not going to give away. One of the comments that I made, I left you guys a little comment on. Uh, anonymously. <laughs> oh, really? Anonymously. <laughs> And it was read out loud on the podcast. Oh, um, which one so, was it? Um, feeling like I'm talking to three of my friends or listening to three uh, of my friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's one of our favorite of reviews. Friends. So I feel like I'll start with that. That's not a criticism, but I do compliment feel like sandwich. it's a compliment. Yeah, compliment sandwich, starting out the compliment. <laughs> I do feel like it's a good conversation. You guys have like a good rapport mm. and good Gash jokes and conversation you're very comfortable with each other so i feel like that comes across the airwaves yeah so that's definitely a plus um i know you guys were considering that sometimes your segments are a little bit long or your podcasts are a little bit long in length so maybe that's my criticism oh another one constructive feedback oh come on sometimes sometimes they go a little bit long Uh, yeah sometimes long-winded a little long-winded sometimes let's go um tell us how handsome we are you're all very handsome okay that's enough and that's that good. was all a right, sandwich let's, let's, right uh, there let's stop it right there yeah there you go compliment sandwich <laughs> she's a pro she's a pro another one of my column you. elijah yeah she's elijah we're gonna have to go <sighs> down for some people who are like really into those long forms yeah uh, yeah if you're de- if you're into uh like long podcasts please just start making yourself heard uh because we're we're losing the fight here we're gonna have to start shortening the episodes. I think it depends how long your commute is in the car. Like true. I feel like mm, my commute's true. like forty-five minutes, so I feel like forty-five minutes is like how long I like my yeah. podcasts. Once it bridges yeah, over yeah. that, it's like one and a half 
times commute, mm. you know? Yeah, I that's where you guys are at right now. 20-minute commute outside of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Heaven forbid we give you a little extra content. <laughs> Gosh, what a Get struggle. you on the way to, way to work and the way back. Well, it's just it's so inconvenient when she's sitting at work, you know, waiting for the podcast to end. Fifteen minutes in her car, just sitting there, you know, <laughs> not even going to the office. <laughs> or she goes into the office in. and she's just on the edge of her seat all day, and she can't wait to get out to hear what the rest of the pod was. Yeah. I understand. Creates all sorts of problems. Well, we'll we'll take that under uh, consideration as we usually do. And uh, we'll see. We'll think about it. <laughs> we'll do anything. All said it. in love, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Um, oh, wait. Did you guys hear that? <gasps> there it is. Yes, He's coming closer. I hear it. <laughs> the Pony Express is back. After many weeks off, he just has, he's got, he only, has, he only has one letter here. But do you know the rules? You know how the podcast works. If someone yep. writes in, we have we are contractually obligated to read their letter. So, our homie Jared Burkholder, longtime listener, writing in again. He wrote in maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. more than a month ago. Who knows? He writes. I wanted to respond to the latest episode, which would be the the little things. I think that's the that's our most recent episode as of right now. Right. Yep. He writes, I listened to it without seeing the movie, mostly mostly because I don't see myself watching the movie anytime soon. I loved it, (laughs) and I felt like I was able to know about the movie, and I could still enjoy it if I do ever see it. I didn't feel like it was a big spoiler. Oh, look at this. We did a a spoiler alert and and all, and he still enjoyed it. (laughs) Thanks, Jared. That's when you know we just balance the art of of movie reviews. I think so, Sean, yeah. That's how you know we're true professionals. He's also writing Streamworthy. Ted Lasso is hilarious. Oh, there you go. Another plug for Ted Lasso, Sean. Off the bring back the corn stream. You can start a start a Ted Lasso fan club. The Lasso Heads. Yeah. Ted Heads. The Lasso Ted Heads. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finishes up saying WandaVision definitely picks up by episode four. But I love the callbacks and references to the old sitcoms. Oh, so another fan of WandaVision. What are we? Uh, we are five or six episodes into WandaVision now. Six? Yeah, five? I want to say I think six. I, I want to say it's five. I don't know. Ashley, uh, Rudy watched an episode without you while we were on our uh, on our <gasps> ski trip. How did that? How did that uh, oh, conversation go? Oh, Elijah, first time hearing about this. And you know what? Oh, he didn't know yet. <laughs> oh, we're not gonna. No. We're not gonna bring this up. We're not, gonna, we're not gonna go here thanks elijah <laughs> elijah thank you very much appreciate that a lot i was Oops. actually like that was something that i was <laughs> really Freaking excited guy. about i was like wow <laughs> we're watching guy. a show together like actually like keeping the pace together normally like rudy gets really excited about <laughs> shows and kind of skips ahead on me and i was like we're keeping pace with this one. This is but man thanks Thanks, bud. Betrayed, savage. After back. we got done, no. After we got done watching, you're like, oh, I'm just gonna tell her that I watched it. I'm not gonna. No, I didn't. I no, I did not. I rewinded <laughs> it to the beginning. You remember? I rewinded it to the beginning. No, said, yeah, but you're like, oh, I'm just gonna. I'm, you're I like, oh, I'm just gonna tell her. And I was, I was so impressed. I was like, wow, he did, look at this is a, what a mature adult relationship looks like. <laughs> Honesty, truthfulness. <laughs> this is how you build a marriage that lasts. And. Uh, my life is your life is a lie everything's a lie she's gonna get around to it this week that last episode the latest one the latest one Uh, i'm sorry thanks a lot elijah really appreciate that (laughs) big time it's all right i forgive you oh my bad and we've lost one of the (laughs) co-hosts yikes (laughs) 
hey, you know what? I'm. You'll thank me later. This is this is good for your marriage. <laughs> People lie, you know. Yeah, it wasn't a lie. We just I did. Just move along. People withhold People information. <laughs> an, an omission of truth depends on what the meaning of is is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's move on. Let's finish this letter. Letter uh, he uh, Wandavision. <laughs> oh, lastly, he writes movie recommendation. My people are still waiting to hear from your people on Quigley Down Under. Jared, we're we're gonna make this happen. Just you gotta. We have a we have a pack schedule, pack pod schedule. You are on the list for sure. You're in so. queue, as they used to say. The, um, interns are a little busy with the scheduling, as we uh, <laughs> we they you know they drop the ball consistently, and they're uh, they don't have their act together. So give them a little grace. But yeah, we're gonna get you on here eventually. We've got um we've got some other people I want to get back on. We've got another installment of Mission Impossible to do, which is next week I think. Yeah, we're back on the Mission Impossible. So maybe oh nice we, Mission Impossible two. Yeah, Mission Impossible two next week. Um, for those of you who are looking ahead, we usually wait till the end of the episode to announce it, but we're just doing it now. So look forward to that. And then sometime totally after that, that, roughly, Jared, will get you on for Quigley Down Under because, you know, I'm always down to talk about Tom Selleck's mustache. So thanks to Jared for writing in. Uh, if you, too, want to write in to the Pony Express, you can just type up an email to looseconceptpod at gmail.com. We will 100% guarantee to read it on air. That's that's the loose concept guarantee. Unless that's the promise. Unless we don't read it on air, then we also guarantee to not read it on yeah. air. Speaking <laughs> of mustaches, Rudy, can you have something to share? Oh yeah, thanks, about, Sean. I appreciate that. I want to I want to bring up his name in. so I so that I pronounce it correctly. Um, <laughs> his name is. <laughs> His name is Dick Strawbridge, okay? And he was on a show. Do you remember the name of that show? It was like a little Airbnb type show. Um, <laughs> What's an like, Airbnb type yeah, show? Yeah, what? <laughs> on the Airbnb network? Cabins in the mean? Wild, maybe? I think it's called Cabins in the Wild. Something it's about like that. people building Airbnb It's a new cabins. streaming network. Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, Airbnb HBO Plus. Max, Airbnb network. Airbnb network. But yeah, Dick's, Dick Strawbridge has a mustache. That just, uh, you know... Earth-shattering, really. Earth-shattering earth is, is an understatement, because this <laughs> thing is immense. And I think that, you know, I don't really have anything to say about it other than it was the best mustache I ever saw, and I encourage all our listeners to go look it up right now and pay <laughs> homage to the greatness that is Dick Strawbridge. What a name, too. Rudy sent out the uh, a message saying to, check, to just Google this random person, and... Uh, I did, and I just—I was speechless. I couldn't respond. I, I had nothing to say. I was just in awe. Yeah, it's yeah. I was waiting for you to respond, but yeah, me too. That's like Zeus's mustache—the <laughs> mustache of the gods. Anyway. I think somebody's watching a a FIFA match or something in the background of my where I'm recording because people are going crazy. <laughs> Great, can't wait, <laughs> can't wait for the uh, editing headache that that's going to present for the interns. They're going to oh, it's going to be a headache. <laughs> What are you gonna do? All right, yeah, it just keeps going. So that's enough mustache talk. Let's. Uh, I think I think we're about far enough along. Let's get into our uh, feature film of the week, Let's do so it. that uh, Ashley can listen to this episode in one commute and not have to boil it over into <laughs> to a second one or sit in her car in the parking lot. This week on the podcast, this was supposed to be coming out last weekend as sort of a uh, Valentine's Day special, but you know things happen. 
So it's it's going to be a week late Valentine's Day. So if you <laughs> if you're one of these people out there who wishes that the the Valentine's Day season of love just lasted a whole week, then this is the show for you because there's a little bit of a Valentine's juice to to uh, you know hold you over till next year. So getting into the rom coms this week, we will be discussing. Ashley, you do the honors. Hitch. <laughs> well done. Crushed it. You're the date doctor. When they relate dancing to sex, even a great dancer can blow it with one of these. Now that's what I need to be learning. That's not dancing. That's a cry for help. Alex Hitchens. Any man has a chance to sweep any woman off her feet. That's where I come in. Has got your back. It wasn't so bad, was it? Hitch. I think I could hear our neighbor screaming downstairs, so you might want to just tune it down just a little bit, Ash. Just like take it from an 11 to a 9. Am I screaming? You are a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, is he yelling at you? Well, well he just yells. I don't hear so. Rudy, I feel like you shouldn't yell at Ashley. Just, was just, I yelling at Ashley? I was just asking her to <laughs> tune it down, Sean. You guys are really working on my marriage for me this week. Huh? <laughs> marriage it. counseling with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, you really played off that WandaVision real good. Dude, I literally like... He didn't say anything. I didn't anything. say a single thing. I enjoyed it. I gasped uh, at all the right spots. Like, yeah, it was a great ski trip. We talked about all the right you know, parts. Maybe we can watch WandaVision on Wednesday night, you know, like... Blew on my spot. Hey, you know what, Ashley? Now, isn't it great to know that you're that Rudy has such great friends that they would tell you if Rudy was ever, you know, unfaithful to you in any way, <laughs> yes. shape, or form? <laughs> Even if it means just watching Vision without me. Yes. We will <laughs> not allow it. him to get away with any dishonesty. <laughs> oh, yeah. We are totally Team Ashley. We hold our friends accountable. All right. Let's talk about this movie. 2005's Hitch. Currently only a 6.6 stars out of 10 on wow. IMDb, which Atrocious. is crazy. Mm. The synopsis is a smooth-talking man falls for a hardened columnist while helping a shy accountant to woo a beautiful heiress. Stars Will Smith, Eva Mendez, Kevin James, Amber Valletta, bunch of other people, <laughs> Michael Rappaport for a hot minute, um, Paula Patton, who I believe is in a Mission Impossible movie further on down her career. Um, yeah, just a whole, just a whole uh, who's who of mid-2000s stars. Ashley, you know how the podcast works. We're going to start with the best. In your opinion, what is the best part of 2005's Hitch? Or why why did you choose this movie to discuss on the podcast of all the movies? Well, we chose the movie, or I chose the movie, because it's a movie that Rudy and I <laughs> watch every year on Valentine's Day. So it's a good... It's a good rewatch. I feel like every time you watch it, there's a lot of different things you pick up on or scenes that you find funny that you didn't really notice as much the first time yeah. you watched it. Or that you forget how funny they were. Mm-hmm. For everyone who's listening, Ashley's just going to struggle with using accidentally using Rudy's real name for the entire podcast. But I'll have it edited out at this point, or I'll have the interns edit it out. So uh, no, it, your identity will still remain Appreciate uh, that. discreet. Anonymous. <laughs> It's gonna be a lot of work for them, but uh, you know, they're down. <laughs> I need, I need like a. 
a sign. A buzzer, they're, Rudy. They're down in they're down in the basement right now, just eating gruel and plugging away on podcast episode editing. So they won't Ash- mind. Ashley just wrote Rudy on a sticky note. Personal note. They, they stick <laughs> it on stick it on Rudy's forehead so you uh, <laughs> so you remember it. This guy's name is Rudy. Let's go to Sean. Sean, what's the best part of the movie for you? I feel like the the time capsule of 2005 mm, that it mm. has captured um just like the you know the the forefront for me is like just the fashion and oh, yeah. clothing of 2005 i mean i was in fifth grade so i didn't really Horrendous know what was fashion. going on but i recognized a lot of like adults wearing that type of stuff <laughs> um just like that super open collars. Oh, yeah. Nobody's buttoning <laughs> up any shirts in the mid-2000s. Yeah, it's just like, were you just in like a wind attack? No, it, you just <laughs> came down like that from your apartment. Um, the technology was hilarious. The fact that um, Eva Mendez's character, Sarah, is like holding basically like an Amazon Echo or I guess iPhone if you have like a oh, HomePod yeah. situation. Um and it's just like a number we're like, oh my word, you were this wealthy New Yorker <laughs> to have this thing that controls the music. Where like now we have a voice assistant that we just like say once a one syllable name and it just listens to anything we say. And um, even the poor just people like have it. A funny um, step back in time of like what 2005 was before really the internet has taken over. Yeah, the 2000s, man, crazy times. Rudy, what do you have? Um, best part about this movie is Will Smith. Will mm. Smith, I think this is like one of his best movies. He's just, <clears throat> the lines are perfect. To me, the facial expressions, like his facial expressions, mm-hmm. he, he is so funny without saying a word. Oh, yeah. um, the, the people scene where he's just like trying to unload this super deep emotional thing and it's just this <laughs> funny angle of the his head. Eye, with the, the fish, fish eye. eye on his head. Oh, just tremendous. But he, you know, he really, I thought... He was just like a shining star in this really yeah. great movie. Well, that actually, Rudy's actually ties into mine as well. And I think Will Smith is the best part of the movie. And I think what the what makes this such a great Will Smith movie is you get the two best types of Will Smith acting and you get like smooth Will Smith and you also get goofy Will Smith simultaneously. Mm. Ooh, yeah. And the whole movie, he's sort of vacillating between those two two versions of Will Smith and they're the two best versions that of him that there is. I'm not like a big fan of like serious drama Will Smith, but if you get like funny Will Smith and smooth Will Smith, like sign me up. I'm there every day. So that's what I think is the best part. I think uh, Eva Mendes is also really good in it as oh, well. Oh, tremendous. So, yeah. And then the two of them, having the two of them together as the two main, main leads is just phenomenal. Dialed it in to perfection. Yeah. So... I'll talk more about that when we get to the recast to roll portion, but just a quick note oh, on that. Okay, Ashley, did we talk about your best? I don't think we did. What was the best? The best part? Okay, I have one more thing to add, kind of based on what you guys were saying too mm. already. Was the Will Smith like the romantic interest Will Smith with Eva Mendez, and oh, yeah. like the romantic smooth yeah. Will Smith, like you said, balanced with like the relationship with you know Hitch and Albert, and like the funny friendship mm. relationship like there was a good balance there yeah. i feel like sometimes rom-coms are kind of heavy on 
the one or the other. So yeah, there was good. Balance. I think that's sort of like the the beauty of this movie is it's like it's a rom com that like guys don't feel weird watching because Dude, there's yes. it's so heavy on the the dudes aspect of it too. Because there's that there's a whole <laughs> side of it that's just you know them being bros too. Just bros so. being dudes. <laughs> yeah. Well, as a dumb bro, I didn't realize that that's the reason why this is my favorite rom com because <laughs> I'm a dumb guy. But this is definitely like I I didn't realize <laughs> that it's a movie guy. about guys. Like, yeah, it's a movie about guys. <laughs> I think if they made more rom coms like this, like more guys would go to these movies with their girls because it, they would just be more 100%. into it. You know, the problem yeah. is they only ever focus rom coms on the girls' perspective. When it's like, no, you put some like some a good you know bros dynamic in there, and the guys are going to be just as down for it as the girls are. They always show like the main female lead and her friends, but they never show the the guy and his friends. So that's a theory. Anyway, flip-flop, the alternate, transversely, what's the worst part of the movie? I feel like, I mean, maybe it was 2005, I was, like I said, fifth grade, but I feel like a little bit of it is unrealistic, like Kevin James ending up with Allegra Cole, or whatever her name is. Um, That's the question. Yeah, I don't know. Can any guy really end up with any girl? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, With enough money. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but th- those aspects of it kind of made it seem like it was its own little world. Yeah. Little now that you're now that you're old and jaded, it's just not as yeah. uh, doesn't hold up as well. Right. I get it. I feel that it was funny. Like the boardroom scene was funny. But yeah. yeah. Um, to go off of the the Will Smith best, some of his lines I thought were a little too sappy. You know, yeah. he's trying to like <laughs> mix in these like smooth lines and and uh, you know. At the very end of the movie, where he's talking about like jumping off and like jumping without a parachute and trying to hope to God <laughs> yeah. you fly, it's like, all right, guy, you're like reading out of a freaking poetry book here, you know? Just say I love you, move along. But it, that's a minor nitpick. It wouldn't be a rom com if he didn't have that final final speech, the declaration of love. That's like an essential element. So maybe keep that one and cut out a couple of the other ones to the there toast. Yeah, the, the poems and the analogies and like. Yeah. But then I feel like it circles into his like date doc date doctor is that what they call date him, right? Doctor, the yeah. date doctor thing. Like those are his lines. Like in the beginning. We'll, we'll come back to scene. that on the the cut a scene out of scene because I have more thoughts on that. But okay. Ashley, what did you have for the worst part of the movie? For me, the worst part is always that her name is Allegra. Like, I automatically think of, like, a box of allergy medicine. Like, not, <laughs> not like, a celebrity, like, heiress, you know, sexy, everyone wants to be with her kind of name. Like, Allegra. Like, they couldn't have picked anything better than that. I feel like that's the worst part for me. Just Okay, so like what it. would you have named her? I feel like I knew that question was coming, but I didn't have Putting a good you on answer the spot. lined up. I don't know. Come back to me. Come back to me on that. All right. We'll circle back on that at the end of the episode, but I hope, hope you have an answer. All the right. worst part the worst part for me is, uh, and this sort of goes with Sean's best, but uh, Will Smith's uh, running capris that he wears. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are awful. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there, but if there was ever a time where guys were into wearing capris, you know... That's that's not a good look. So hopefully that <laughs> that never comes back. I feel like we're kind of getting to the point where, um, for a while, like when when I was in college, the '80s were really big, and now I feel like we've moved transition to an era where the '90s are coming back, and mm-hmm. the '90s mm-hmm. are big. 
So, you know, it's only a matter of time before 2005 is back in style, but um, <laughs> right. you're not, not going to catch me out and about wearing some long capris. <laughs> and like a cut-off sweatshirt. Yeah. Nah, dog. It's not for me. I love in that scene, like, he just randomly runs across the street, and there there she is. Like, yeah. how did they... She was waiting for him. She was doing a, the George Costanza. Yeah. <laughs> right outside the door. Situation. He's just running. You know, Dude, he is. That's 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 the thing with rom coms though. You have to like suspend a certain amount of belief. There's just like you know, there's gonna be. It's like watching a musical, you know, or something. Nobody's actually singing all the time in real life, but you're just supposed to pretend like they are. Yeah, it's that. Speaking of singing, like, did you guys catch like the soundtrack motif that went through the whole movie? Like, it was always different instruments, and by the end, no. it was like the saxes. It was just like that great that theme song. Wow, look at this guy. Oh, oh it's great. Yeah, I, I can't believe you guys didn't recognize that. Mm. Rudy Rudolph, noted music guy. <laughs> <laughs> noted music guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. I'll we all got to watch next, it again. Next yeah, time I watch, watch it. it again. Yeah. I was trying to think of like how often I, I watch this movie, and I, it's got to be at least once a year that I'm pulling this movie out. This is right? the first awesome. time I've ever seen it. Really? Really, Sean? Yeah. Wow. How'd yeah, you like well, it? Did I'll... you like it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah. I mean, for like a rom-com, like I'm not, I'm not trying to, to binge watch rom-coms, but <laughs> it's one of the better rom-coms, I think. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I am. I'm trying to binge watch rom-coms. Let's talk cut a scene, add a scene. I'll start since Rudy touched on touched on it a little bit earlier, and I just want to share my thoughts. I think the ending is too long. There's too much. Mm. There's from the point where she is like throwing the broccoli at him or whatever to the end of the yeah. movie. There's just too much movie there. Too much yep. going on. There's too much <laughs> dialogue. Too many conversations that don't need to happen. Um, so I think you can cut cut a little something out of there. It's it's throwing just broccoli at. Him. It's she had really little... great aim. That was a note that, that I made. Aim. She yeah. had great aim with the broccoli, and I was like, broccoli's kind of light. I don't broccoli's know how she's hitting him on every throw. I was really <laughs> yeah. impressed by that. Yeah. yeah, but to your point, Elijah, I feel like, not to interrupt, but the whole movie, has it's so tight with like jumping from scene to scene. is like yeah. It's so tight. Every scene is better than the last, and then you get to that broccoli scene. It's like all downhill in terms of yeah. timing and stuff from there. It just drags. So I think I think if you cut something out there, I'm not really sure what. <laughs> which conversation could get axed because you sort of need some of them. Maybe like the one with the peephole that you were talking about. Maybe he just chases her down when she's driving down the street or something. Mm. I don't know. Something like that. Um, <clears throat> cut out the running capris. I don't know. Something something there could, could go. Um, but in its place, what I'm adding is I want a little pre-scene prior to um, Albert, Kevin James, I want prior to him meeting Will Smith. I want to see the point, the more of his life leading up to the point where he <laughs> he like tracks down Will Smith's character to like you know he realizes he's in love with this girl or whatever, and he wants to meet the date doctor. Like just something that like how he goes about doing that and yeah. how he goes about finding Will Smith and the the process there. So maybe it's a montage of some kind. Maybe it's just like a conversation with the montage with the Allegra Cole or whatever. 
something like that that could give it a little a little bit more of background because I think he's great. He's this. I'm not like a massive Kevin James guy, but in this movie and in that role, he's fantastic. So just give me a little bit more, a little bit more of that. So. <laughs> Love it. It kind of uh, my mine's cause seems the same as yours. I thought the end was too long, and I was thinking the, it bothers me the whole like pretending that the brother-in-law is the love interest thing yes because that's just like awkward all around so i just like think you could cut him out of the movie completely i like it i think it's a good little fake out there it's just it's so annoying it's a good little fake out for a movie sake but i feel like when you when you rewatch it will smith's like right in his face and he's like i don't know who this guy is but i'm he's never gonna love you like i love you and the guy's just like sitting there like yeah like doesn't say anything isn't like and nobody's really that handsome. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's like, he was a that, fake person. Okay, speak for yourself, dog. I think I'm that handsome. <laughs> Whatever. Whoa. Um, you don't drive a Mini Cooper, though, Elijah. That's true. I did drive a PT Cruiser, though. It's kind of the same Ooh, thing. It is pretty much the same thing. <laughs> that whole thing like points to an issue that I was noticing watching it this time around is that there's a little bit of like a timeline confusion that's going on there. Like, does he see her in the morning? And that's like when he's wearing the running capris or whatever. And then he has the conversation. Like, is that with Albert? And then d- puts him back together and then goes to back to her house later in the day. Mm. Like, is that all in one day? Or is that like over the span of a yeah. week? Or is it like two days? It's just like sort of Time confusing. Time kind of inconsistent at the end, yeah. Yeah, and so I think that that's what sort of makes the guy having the other guy there a little bit less plausible like she just went out and found some random dude that she was going to go on vacation with all of a sudden so like maybe if there was something to indicate that more time had lapsed there i don't know mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's uh cutting that and in its place i want to where you want a prequel i want a sequel i want to see Ooh. 10 years later i want to see uh hitch and his family and his four little kids running around with michael rapaport <laughs> and his family and their kids and albert brenneman Kevin James and their families and, you know, all at Central Park somewhere playing a football game or something. And, you you know, this movie's like very, like one thing I love about this movie too is it's not, it definitely like de-emphasizes the whole like, oh, like it's all about the sex, you know, it's like more about the love and the family. And I think that showing that at the end would really like, you show the wedding at the end, show the 10 years later at the end or five years later. I think that'd be cool. It's wholesome. Wholesome Wholesome content. That's right. That's what we're here for. But what would they be doing in the future? He's, is he still going to be a dating consultant? Like, um, no, they're going to open up their own, uh, their own magazine. I don't oh, know. There you go. I don't know. <laughs> magazine businesses collapsed by then. So, <laughs> classic. They created an app, a digital magazine. No, they created they created a like Bumble or whatever that app that there you go people. a dating okay. app. They're running a dating, dating app. app. Okay, now we're putting a movie together. Hitch two. Catch it in theaters this summer. Ashley, what do you have for cut a scene out of scene? This um, is the this is the segment where we cut a scene out of the movie and we add another scene into yes. the movie. Thank you Just for so clarifying that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would cut to the point of the fact that it's like a wholesome movie and it's like focused on like love and relationships and like Hitch kind of talks about how, you know, he didn't work with the guy Vance because he was a jerk. Yeah. But then in the very beginning of the movie where you're meeting like Michael Rapport's character, I don't remember his yeah. name. It's like that's the only time you see Hitch's friend and they're at the bar and like 
Michael Rappaport's character is like they're talking about like how Hitch should have a have a serious relationship and like find somebody to settle down with and then he like gets distracted by some girls at the bar yeah and I feel like it kind of diminishes the point of like I guess it uh, well I guess it kind of like I don't know you're going back I'm going back I feel like I'm going back <laughs> I'm going back with myself here but yeah no my first thought was like you didn't like seeing kinda... Hitch go after girls just for their bodies. Yeah, just like that's like he doesn't want to like promote that in his business. But then I feel like it also kind of goes into like the fact that he's not ready for that type of relationship yet. Yeah. So that's why he's doing that. They could have done something with the story to emphasize that like he likes Eva Mendez's character so much that he's like that's what's you know made him realize that former life or whatever. It's just ungratifying or something. Something mm-hmm. to like, because they just like sort of that whole conversation with Michael Rappaport's character is like just sort of shoved under the rug. And then Michael Rappaport's guy never comes back in later on in the movie. And there's like, yeah, I can see that. It feels like there's really no point to it. Now that I think about it, you're kind of right. Yeah. So I didn't love that. Um, and then I would add maybe like a little bit more of the backstory with. Um, hitch and like cressida kind of like i know i know that it was like he came on too strong and like kind of scared her away but it's like did he say i love you and was he that strong after like two weeks of dating or was it like they had this big long relationship and he was like really heartbroken kind of just want to dive into that a little bit more not too much more but just a little bit love it and more more scenes of uh will smith in those crazy pants in the 80s yes He's bringing mm-hmm. back the uh, Fresh Prince look there in that one. He, like, dug into the wardrobe for his uh, his old costumes. It's great. Um, Sean, what do you have for the best or worst? Or, cut, no, cut a scene out of scene we're on. Cut a scene out of scene. Um, the whole, like, food allergy scene with them, like, <laughs> doing the, the meal. Like, I think he would know. I mean... I would hope that he would know that he had a food allergy to something and be like, oh, I'm allergic to shellfish. Um, and the fact that, he, I don't know, I just thought it was, the way that he reacted to it was kind of, um, I don't know, Excessive. just goofy. <laughs> like, just how large his, like, the puffiness was and everything. Oh, it's great, though. It's so great. Um, Let's see where, he's where, in, where he sees himself. I don't in the really know CCTV. what happens after that. I, I feel like it's like a weird. It's like what? What just happened? Like they had a great date. I know it's just supposed to be like he everything he's doing with Sarah, like that he's told everybody else doesn't work. Um, but I also mm. think it's a little unpredictable that like she would go on a double date that early on. Um, well, she had to because it was her boss, his wife. Yeah. Um, she was so I think that's a little information out of him, but, right? Um, yeah, I'm. Adding in its place, because I feel like that was kind of a ter- maybe a turning point, and they kind of connected because she took care of him. But I never really felt like in most of the movie that Hitch and Sarah were like really, and it's sort of at the end, she like didn't really believe in who he was because he was trying to, you know, she thought he was using all of his tricks on her. But you know, at the end, they, like, love each other and all this stuff. I felt like it was being rushed, where we didn't really get to see their relationship um, grow as much as maybe Allegra and um, Kevin James's character, Albert. Um, so, anyway, I just, I felt like it was a little rushed in the middle yeah. part on how close they really were. Because she seems to not really like him most of the time. She didn't like that he, he 
like had her show emotions at the Ellis Island and anyway I wasn't really buying that they were super in love by the end that's good Mm -hmm. I agree with that I don't agree with cutting out the the um the allergic reaction scene that's like to me one of my just my favorite will like will smith (laughs) scenes period kills me every time he's just like it's so great drinking the drinking the the, he just he sees it and then he grabs the bottle of medicine and then he's just like chugging the bottle of medicine and looking at himself while he's drinking while he's drinking it expecting it to work like instantaneously it's incredible so good so good anyway word all right next segment Let's keep these these this train rolling. We gotta keep this train rolling. Keep there this podcast moving. For all the people out there who think the podcast is too long, we got recast a role. Ashley, this is the segment where we uh, we pick a role in the movie and we recast it with a different actor or actress, mm. if you so choose. Who'd you have? What do you uh, put on your casting director hat here and? Uh, let us know what's your what's your who you're swapping out with whom. I'm gonna swap out Casey. Don't know who the actress is. Who's Casey? The friend. Oh, the friend. The, friend. the, the southern friend. accent. Oh, the, yeah, the Julia, southern accent friend. Julie Ann Emery. Julia Ann Emery. Yes. Sorry, Julie. Julie Ann Emery. Yes. Swapping you out. Um, I feel like I don't know. She didn't really do much for me in this. I feel like she kind of came off yeah. as like a friend that would fall for a jerk no offense to to casey the character i feel like you need somebody that was that would be like more of like the sarah character that's kind of like a strong kind of like confident independent woman that kind of like gets tricked by this guy vance and it's like this it's more believable that hitch probably worked with him and kind of tricked her so someone that would embody that a little bit more um I was looking up some people that were kind of like popular at the time, 2005. Mm. I'm thinking someone like Sophia Bush, who was like big in to like. Uh, oh, okay, that's a deep cut. Yeah, Sophia Bush, because she, I feel like she's kind of like a tough, can play that tough like friend role. I don't know. That's what I, I was thinking. Yeah, and I like her. Good... So what that's my in? pick. One Tree Hill. Yeah, One Tree Hill. Oh, yeah. Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah like that's that. a that's a good a good time capsule casting right mm-hmm. there. And people would recognize her and be like, "Oh my gosh, love her!" And it'd be love like it. a good, yeah. good person to add to the yeah, movie. Yeah, she needed a better friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Casey. It's a tough. Well, it's a tough movie to do. I think overall. Yeah. I mean, I just think they crushed it with the casting. Pretty much everybody is perfect. I think. Oh, yeah. Sean, you disagree? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, let's hear it. Who do you got? What do you? No. Uh, what are you no, swapping most of the out? Casting spot on. I I love Kevin James, but I think <gasps> I love Ke- Jack Black more, and I think oh, <laughs> I think Jack, Jack Black, Black. <laughs> could like keep up with with uh, Will Smith a little more. Dude, I freaking love Jack Black. <laughs> really? I yeah. Feel like, I feel like he's like he's like three notches crazier than Kevin James. <laughs> I was yeah, wondering well, who are the people out there that keep asking for Jack Black to be in thing things. And, that's uh, Rudy. I and now I, I know yep. it's Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I felt like this is probably like maybe the peak 
Jack Black year. And I like Kevin James. I like him in like Mall Cop and some stand up he's done. He's ref- he's a funny guy. Um, Queens. Yeah. Uh but I feel like Jack Bla- I don't know. I thought it would I, I it was hard to, you know, the casting was really well, uh, you know, done well. I now that Ashley brought up the the um best friend, I think that would be a, a good place too, but Thought it'd be fun to see Jack in this the movie. Only th- the only thing to think about, I think, that like I can sort of see where you're going, but I think the the benefit of Kevin James in the movie is that he gives off like an unconfident vibe. Like he's fat and like mm. self conscious about being fat. And I think Jack Black is just like fat, but he also kinda likes that he's fat and like weird. <laughs> and he's like totally self confident. Yeah. And he, even like if he was pretending to not be self confident, I still think he you you just like can't you know, can't avoid you that. Can't it is hide who it. he is. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's just something like inherently sort of uncomfortable and on edge about Kevin James that I think is like perfect <laughs> for for that role all the mustard spills i was legitimately struggling to come up with anything that could work for this and the only one i could really think of was vance munson okay oh yeah i feel like he's a little too evil looking off the bat so immediately you know this guy's a bad guy and you immediately know his intentions and it's like so glaringly obvious i think it'd be more interesting to have someone in that role who is a little less like sleazy looking you know just someone who's a little like more unassuming. Yeah, yeah, a little more just like, oh, that's a nice guy. You know, I like this guy. He's he's great. You know, so I was thinking someone on the along the lines of like Hugh Jackman for Vance Munson. He's he's Ooh, a just like, like a nice. He has a he has a yeah. nice looking face. He seems yeah, like he's like, a we nice, like him. Unass- we like him. unassuming guy. That's what I want. A little bit more of a shocker there, where it's like, oh wow, this guy is actually just a trash person. You know. Yeah, that would have been. But you already know he's a trash person because he's picking out underwear from yeah. another, another lady while he's That's trying to pick true, up Casey. But at the, at the same time, I think you just want it to be a little bit more of it because, like, you're still you're listening to him talk, and it's like, ah, oh, should I give this person the benefit of the doubt? You know, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, you should never. Keep people I love yeah, that. never give it, never give anyone the benefit of no. any doubt. If there's one thing, one lesson our society needs to learn, it's that we should stop giving people the benefit of the doubt. Word. That's de- that's definitely <laughs> it. We definitely give people too much benefit of the doubt today in today's culture. Before we leave uh, Vance Munson, can we just uh, give a shout out to Dork of the Week? Dork of the Week. Because he said the line in the beginning. There it is. Dude. <laughs> what is it? Power... power- Suit, power, power suit, tie. power tie, power, power steering. steering. <laughs> Just awful. What a loser. <laughs> Such a loser. It's awful, but also amazing at the same yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for my recast, I, uh, again, like Elijah, had a hard time picking anybody to take out of this movie. I think that the one small change I would make is with Allegra Cole herself, Amber Valletta. She uh, plays the rich girl well, but she doesn't play like the dorky girl well. Like, that's all kind of, like, has to be explained in her. And maybe that's part of the movie, like, the, the charm of the movie that is that it's hidden. But yeah. I think that uh, if you had Jennifer Garner play that role, Ooh. dollar up a little bit. She's just, okay. like, so much more goofy. And I think that at Jennifer the end, you would have been... dolled up. <laughs> you know, like, more, like, richer up. Like, put her on the yacht. Give her the sunglasses. <laughs> give her the dress, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you Not mean. dolled up, like, bougie. Bougied <laughs> up a little bit. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just like a small change, I think. This movie's otherwise yeah, I think perfect. That'd be a good change. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm ready for my name reveal. What we should oh, replace we Allegra Cole with. Okay. So did, a, did a quick Google search. Business Insider article. Let's see what the year is. 2015 article. Top <laughs> top 15 hottest female names. So any Ooh, of these top five could work. Brianna, Erica, Lexi, uh, Brooke, or uh, Vanessa. I think it's, I think it's Brianna. That's the one. No, I see. Right I'm, off the bat. I'm in Vanessa, Vanessa Cole. I like Vanessa Cole. That just yeah, seems Vanessa like Cole. Glam. Vanessa Williams, right? Glamorous. I can see that. That's true. That's a good yeah. one. Wow. You know, that was great, Ashley. I respect your, your commitment to the uh to the, the point there. <laughs> to the research. You're like you're a true professional now. Yes. Doing callbacks <laughs> and everything. Let's move on into our next segment. Let's get this wrap this baby up. Miscellaneous notes. Any miscellaneous thoughts, notes, questions, final points? closing opinions i didn't have any i couldn't really couldn't really think of any yeah i don't know just like i said it's like my probably my favorite rom-com of all time um what do you think about the uh maybe we could talk about some of the pickup moves utilized in this movie i love i personally love using the dachshund to stop the car like you're you saving yeah, the dachshund's life but i also like the walkie-talkie um the walkie-talkie pickup i thought was really next level yeah i feel like the walkie-talkie could work in in 2020 2021 that that idea yeah, still yeah. has legs still has legs yep still I, I legs. i'm trying to think trying to think what were the other ones the other moves i mean courtside seats in, in a basketball game you can't really do that right now but if you could that'd be uh i think that would that'd be great a great date yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'd say <Yeah>. so <laughs> It's always a good choice for oh, first, first or second date. Thought of one at the end, the, the choking on the olive, old lady choking on the olive. Oh yeah. To help out Classic. Casey, that Classic. was a good one. Oh yeah. Especially if you're a doctor. If you're not a doctor, it's not as great. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if the grandmother <laughs> dies, then it's yeah, not yeah so true. Fun. I like the. Uh, you have to be confident uh, in your Heimlich. Yeah. <laughs> Just another all-time scene that I'm like thinking about the movie again is the. Uh, the kiss scene where he Will Smith is teaching uh <laughs> Yes, yes. Kevin James had a kiss. Yeah. You go ninety, I go ten. Yeah, my mouth so was great. open. <laughs> Hilarious. That scene I anytime I watch that scene, I'm just cracking up. I love it. It's so cheesy, but so good. Which I guess brings us to our last segment. Top twenty. Is this anybody's top twenty? Ash? Ashley? Man, top twenty? I don't know. It might be. I feel like it it might be. It might be my top twenty, but if not, definitely like teetering on the edge of top twenty. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a it's a top five rom com. It's not in my 100%. top twenty. I don't even know if it's in my top fifty, but it's a top five rom com. Mm hmm. Right genre. up there with you've got mail, in my opinion. Mm. You've got hot mail. take. <laughs> not sure about that one. That's just like <laughs> what? Nah. A, it was okay movie, but movie I don't know stinks. if it'd be my top five. What? Movie <laughs> stinks. We could talk about it some other time. <laughs> Next Valentine's Day, we're doing You've Got Mail, and I'm going to have to defend it. Yeah. Defend the yeah. honor of You've Got Mail. Talk about another movie where there's like great guy's perspective. Whatever. We'll, we can come back to it. Sean, first time it was, watching it. It's not, not, not in my top 20. Not um, not moving anything off the list anytime soon. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it's a good movie good rom-com it's enjoyable 
enjoyable. Especially as a, a mid 2000s time capsule. Yes. Yes. It's so wild that it's this movie's like almost 20 years old. You know, we're not <laughs> we're not far out from it being a 20 year old movie. I'm so <laughs> old. Yeah. Ugh. I know. I feel like 2005 was like oh 2005 was like two. I years remember ago. writing it in my <laughs> notebooks in school. 2005. Five. Yeah. 2005. Yeah. <laughs> Different time. Well, on that note. Let's wrap it up. Ashley, thank you for joining us. Thank you, you for having me. Just a pleasure to have on the show. Sorry, Rudy, for ratting you out. Yeah, thanks, your, I'll, be, uh, I'll be paying for that later. Thanks. <laughs> your television infidelity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all make... Ashley, just remember, we all make mistakes. Relationships are about forgiveness, right? <laughs> thanks. So you're going back on the never give anybody the benefit of the doubt yes. comment that you made earlier <laughs> also never give rudy any benefit of any doubt ever <laughs> that's our new segment called marriage advice with elijah we'll be uh, turning that into a recurring <laughs> segment can't wait marriage marriage advice from a single guy it's what everybody's looking for right now so that that's gonna be a hit i can can feel it in my bones already next week on the podcast as we mentioned we're going to be uh, bringing back the Mission Impossible series, picking it back up again, Mission Impossible 2. So hopefully we can get mm. Sam back in back in the studio for that nice. to, uh, to discuss the uh, pros and cons of that. <laughs> of that. Talk about another piece of mid-2000s just time capsule, mid-2000s history right there. Um, that's going to be fun. So stay tuned for that. Uh, follow us on Instagram at LooseConceptPod. Send us an email to LooseConceptPod at gmail.com. You can buy a t-shirt if you want at bonfire.com slash LooseConcept, or you can buy a sweatshirt, which I currently have on right now. This is Ooh, not a visual platform, fry. but you can see it looks fresh. <laughs> it looks really good. So bonfire.com slash LooseConcept2 to grab a sweatshirt. And uh, yeah, remember to always keep it it also make sure you uh (laughs) you uh put a review on apple or on can you review on reviews on spotify i think so yeah Mm -hmm. those are a thing so put reviews on things if you like the podcast if you like us put a five-star review if you don't like us still put a five-star review and then write about how you don't like us in the review Yep. Um, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try and read some more of those right right in to the podcast. At some point, we'd like to do like an all mailbag episode. I guess we gotta start stocking up on those. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, write in any thoughts Stock you may up. have. Send them in. And yeah, now we'll do the outro. Yeah. Remember outro. to always keep it loose. Keep it loose and keep it conceptual. I drink your. Milkshake! I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Sack of wine! No, yeah! I'm thinking I'm back! Is it still raining? I hadn't noticed. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. I am an FBI agent! I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating. And it gets everywhere, everywhere, everywhere.